0: Welcome to Love Wild. I'm Andrew May.
1: And I'm Katie May. We are a community that explores how to love wild and live free.
0: We are here today to talk about self-limiting beliefs around time. We're here to shoot the shit and be real. That sounds like something you're interested in. Let's go. That was a little floppy donkey. Oh,
1: we're interested now. <laughs> what? We're not into, we're interested.
0: Did I say Interested? If that sounds like something you're interested in. Yeah, it sounded real formal. If that sounds like something you're interested in, let's go. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta speed through this thing, man. (laughs) Gotta get through it.
1: (laughs) That sounds like something you're
0: into? (laughs) Let's
1: go. Ain't nobody got time for that.
0: Yeah, so we're talking about self-limiting beliefs around time. It was a long title. I think I got flustered by that. But yeah, um, the idea that we, you know, everybody has the same amount of time in a day. We all have 24 hours and a lot of it we spend sleeping. But a a lot of times
1: what or working?
0: Mm -hmm. I thought you said or licking. I was like, (laughs) some, some do that quite a lot. Uh, But Yeah. I often hear people say, I don't have enough time for that. Or how do you find the time? It's a constant thing in our society. And I truly believe that you make time for the things that are the most important to you and that other things fall by the wayside. So I think that's why I get a little butthurt or a little sensitive. If people are like, oh, I don't have time to go Mm -hmm. hang out with you. Like, You could make it. You could make time. You can make time for anything that is important to you, I think.
1: I mean, time is an illusion.
0: Okay, (laughs) is that where (laughs) we're going? (laughs) Oh boy.
1: I mean, it is in a way, like it does sound like out there and woo woo, but I do, I think it's an illusion. Well, I know it's not linear. Let me just start with that. Time is not linear. And we've talked about this before. I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the podcast, but we've like, feel like we've jumped timelines many times in the last few years. Like, mm-hmm. you're on one timeline and then you, something happens in your life and you get bumped to like a whole different life, basically.
0: Yeah, there's like convergent points.
1: Yeah. So it does get kind of trippy, I think. Uh
0: huh. Cause like, I think what you're describing or the way that I kind of see it is you have those convergent points and it's almost like a multiverse. It gets a little trippy, but you're, you, I'm living multiple lives right now. I'm on infinite other timelines or a hundred other timelines right now. One in which my mom is not, has not passed away. Uh, One in which our dog is not trying to ruin the podcast by playing the drums and, and eating everything in sight.
1: Oh, no. He's chewing on something.
0: Anyway, come on, dog. So there's these points at which I feel like we we diverge or converge or yeah, where we jump timelines. This is the reality I'm experiencing right now, and we don't have to get too into this craziness. But was there like an idea that you had around, like what what is the point of thinking in that way or or
1: well, I mean, what does with, that provide for you? Without getting too like woo woo, I mean, maybe I can get too woo woo on here, but there to me, there's like this difference between human time, like physical time, and soul time, and okay, and and we can actually like bridge them. And I don't remember. I think this person who did title this is Gay Hendricks in the book um the big leap but he talks about something actually called einstein time where you can actually craft your life to do more and more of the things that you enjoy like have you ever been in like a flow state and you like just go and you like are so productive and you're so in flow like time doesn't even exist have you ever felt that way
0: i've felt that way the last 2 to 3 days as i've been Trying to create this new YouTube channel and with the creating thumbnails for it, even just something as monotonous and boring as I'm into it, taking like movie posters and taking pictures of my dumbass face, like pointing at shit and making like surprise faces and scared faces and just silliness. I'm into the whole process of that and combining it and making it look really good for a thumbnail. But then also, I, I don't, it's weird because it, time is very valuable. And I think that sometimes I'll look at my day and I'm like, man, I'm squandering some of my time. And it's a very valuable resource. What am I doing? But like, I think what you're talking about with the Einstein time is what I've been feeling that it's like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. This is yeah. like, it feels like important work, even though you could be very cynical about it and be like, this isn't providing any value to anyone. Like it's providing value to me. So mm-hmm. that like, I'm interested in it. And I yeah, we got to like, I don't know, almost seven o'clock last night and I was still working on shit. And I was just like, this is awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, in the book, the big leap, he talks about that and how, when you're in that Einstein time, you're really what he calls in your zone of genius. Like you're, you're actually tapping into like creative life force energy and it does bend time. Like Mm -hmm. it it literally bends time. Now, yes, we still have like a 24 hour clock, but the feeling of the time is different Mm -hmm. and it does change your perception of time when you're in that space. And so his point is to try to be in that flow state in that zone of genius as much of time as you can be, mm-hmm. because it does bend time. It it makes you feel like you have all the time in the world.
0: Yeah. The only caution that I have that would go with that is if you are constantly in that space and you're neglecting other things, responsibilities, uh, helping out like laundry or mowing the lawn or whatever the other responsibilities are. Cause you're so in your Einstein time or in your, like Einstein was a cool dude, but he also was like kind of mm. crazy. And just, you know, if you're someone who just is so constantly in your head and you're focused on that, you can miss out on the rest of life too. So there is a, a balance to be struck. I yeah. feel like if last night I had just, <laughs> cause mentally I was like, Oh, okay. It's getting like close and to dinner time. I was like, time. bitch, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, also making sure that you respect other, other people and that you're not letting down your responsibilities.
1: Yeah. But I do think time in the excuse of, or the, not the excuse, but the belief that you don't have enough time. I think it's similar to like the belief that you don't have enough money. Mm-hmm. If you are in this state of scarcity with time or money, it's really hard to get out of that mindset because you're basically a self fulfilling prophecy at that point. Like if you believe that you don't have enough time, guess what?
0: You don't have enough time.
1: You're not going to have enough time. But if you believe that there is infinite amount of time for you, there is always going to be time. There is always going to be time to get things done then guess what? There's always going to be time to get things done. And I've noticed this in my own self, both in my money journey and like rewriting my money story, but also rewriting my time story because I'm the kind of person like, and you know, like you've lived with me for almost 17 years. I am a productive ass bitch. Like I get shit done. I roll it out. Like I can get some shit done But with that comes the cost of me also slipping sometimes into scarcity mindset of like, if I don't stay on top of this, if I don't stay on top of this list and I get behind on my to-do list, then I'm not gonna get all of this done and I'm gonna forget and I'm gonna become a forgetful person and I'm gonna become lame or lazy or whatever. Like I have these like beliefs that start to come up that I I didn't really know Mm -hmm. (laughs) till I started to take away some of that pressure on myself. And then was like feeling anxiety and overwhelm, Like if I don't get all this done, like what's going to happen. And then I started to like heal from that and realize, Oh, it's still going to get done. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll get done like more at the last minute, or maybe I asked somebody to help me get things done more regularly rather than trying to do everything myself. Mm-hmm. But it helped me to really see the the self-limiting beliefs that I had created around time.
0: Hey, hey, your boy just started a brand new YouTube channel. It's called Lonely Guy Loves Movies. It's all about movie reviews, TV shows, and the occasional video game. If you or someone you know are interested, you can find it at youtube.com forward slash at symbol Lonely Guy Loves Movies. Show some love over there and subscribe if you're interested. Link will also be in the description. Yeah, I think if you have a self-limiting belief around time, money, any resource, it can lead to you're coming at things from a state of like victimhood. I just I just don't have enough. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough. There's not enough hours in the day and That can feel true, but there's enough hours in the day. There truly are. It's just how you allocate your time and how you ask for help. If you feel overwhelmed, whether it's money, whether it's time, whether it's, you know, any other thing. Um, Yeah, that was the whole point I was going to make. That was it.
1: (laughs) Well, I think your point is like asking for help Mm -hmm. and
0: and not staying in that place of victimhood.
1: Yes. I think victimhood is really easy to slip into when it comes to our time and our money. It's almost like, it's like self-sabotage. Like we, there's a part of our unconscious or ourselves that want to stay stuck Mm
0: -hmm. in
1: that belief because it's what we've known or it's what we've seen our parents do. Or there's a part of us that doesn't feel worthy of having like ample amount of time and money. Like there's something deeper there. So if Anytime and and I'm we any of us can get stuck in victim mode. Like it's easy. I feel myself do it often. But the difference between me now and what used to happen was I would get sucked into that victim mentality and I would just stay there. Mm-hmm. Now I get sucked into it and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. This is me playing a victim here. So there must be something deeper. There must be something else going on. How do I want to actually? consciously show up to this because Mm -hmm. I know victim mindset isn't going to help me actually move forward in a way that's healthy.
0: Yeah. I think there's also scales come into play is what I think of in terms of if you're in a partnership or if you're a part of a family, if you are constantly being greedy with your time, then the scales will tip very heavily into a place of where like, this is something that we've talked about recently of making sure that your partner is also fulfilled and they're getting to do the things they want to do and that there's, it's fair, you know, there's compromise within marriage. There's compromise within partnerships, within family. I don't always want to do the things my kids want to do, but there is an exchange of like, that's important to them. So I'm going to make sure to, be generous with my time. So I think that's another thing that I would say is make sure that you're not being greedy with your time, but that you're being generous with your time and that you're allocating it well. So if you need to sit down the night before and journal, like tomorrow, these are the things I absolutely need to get done. If that will be helpful to you, then yeah, by all means do that. I think for me, I have a list, like a mental list, and sometimes I'll write stuff out of like, these are the things I need to get done. These are the things I want to get done. I know that if I don't exercise, I end up feeling like shit or just don't feel my best. So mm-hmm. exercise really helps me to, to feel better.
1: Yeah. And I think that's a good point of figuring out what your non-negotiables are when it comes to your time. Like if you know that you need to move your body every day or you need to go work out or you need to have a moment of quiet time in the morning or you need certain specific things that really make your day flow more smoothly, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Those are really good things to put on the top of your time list when you're like looking to manage your time and communicating that with your partner. Like I know if Andrew doesn't work out, he can be grumpy as fuck. So it actually benefits all of us. If he's like, like yesterday he was like, Hey, I'm getting a workout in late because he actually sacrificed time to do the podcast earlier in the day and he didn't get to go work out. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Like I got the kids. I picked them up from school. Like, yeah, cool. Do your thing. And I know that. And I know that that's important to him. And he knows that there's certain things that I do that are really important to me and I need time devoted to that. And so I think it kind of goes back when you're in a partnership and when your parents, especially because it's not just about you <laughs> to have those conversations, to be clear about what you really need as far as your time goes and carve it out for each other.
0: And I think, all couples are different, but what really works well for us is checking in advance and not just in the moment be like, Hey, is it cool if I do whatever? Cause if you're using the language of, is it cool? Uh, if the person's like, no, it's not, then it's like, Oh, you're not cool. Like, you know? And so if it, I think it's helpful to day of, it's not great to be like, Hey, do you care if I go out with my homies tonight? Like for us, what works really well is, Hey, uh, this coming Tuesday, would that be a good night for me to go see a movie? And you're like, yeah, I've got a call that night or I- I've got a call on Monday. Could you maybe just go on Monday instead? So like when Katie has a, a phone call, uh, you know, like for her business, if she has that on Monday and I go to the movie Tuesday, then like, you know, maybe the kids have something Wednesday. We just are constantly like ships Mm -hmm. in the night. We're missing each other. Um, So we try to make sure that that doesn't happen because that can harbor resentment and it can make you feel like, what about my time? And so I think that that's important as a couple, as partners figuring out, what strategy works for best for you for your communication
1: Hello, loves. It's Katie, and I wanted to invite you into a beautiful project that I'm working on this year called the Sacred Year Project. It's a monthly membership that you can join and learn all about cyclical and sacred living. We have guest workshops, we have spring, summer, fall, and winter ceremonies, we have a guide every season, as well as moon journey calls every month. This is a way to really tap in and connect more to your own cycles and seasons so that you can live live more and flow with yourself. If you want to learn more, you can find out information at www.embraceyourselfwhole.com slash the sacred year project. You know, if things change or like life changes, because I know like when our kids were really little, like that wasn't the time <laughs> for us to both be out and about as much as we have been in these last couple of years or these, this, time frame now where our kids are older and they're it's not as big of a burden to ask your partner to put the kids to bed or you're not still breastfeeding or whatever when they're really little like it's really hard because there's a lot to negotiate and navigate mm-hmm. so if you're hearing this and you're like great I have all these little kids and I really can't devote time to get away one know it gets better <laughs> two there is still ways to make space for that for yourself but it does still take communicating with your partner and having a plan and, you know, clearly defining what you need. Um, But it doesn't like every phase is going to be different, you know, especially if you have kids and your kids are changing and they're aging. So just being gentle and patient with the process of that too, but continuing to work toward this, it doesn't have to be perfect.
0: Yeah. I would also say with that surrounding kids or, or just in general, Uh, don't wish away your time. So you can be in a phase where maybe you're up late at night with a brand new baby, or you're having a terrible two year old, or you're in one of these phases where it just feels like, Oh my God, is this ever going to get better? It does get better. And there are times though that like holding that newborn or holding that little baby, you don't get that back. So Enjoy that while you have it, even if it's really tough. I saw a couple this morning uh at Fletcher Bakery. I popped in to get me a little little bagel and some coffee and
1: oh, well, you did eh I did
0: <laughs> I was so hungry um but there was this couple in there, and it just knew mom and dad, and they were just sitting there. she was breastfeeding her kid and then they were having a conversation and and they seemed to be very at peace with, you know, what was going on. And I think that comes from just not like what we said before, not being a victim to, Oh man, this baby, like, oh, like it's like you decided to have a baby. Maybe you didn't, but, uh, you got one, uh, <laughs> you got one. <laughs> and you yeah, you, you made a life choice that now you have this other life. So, uh, make the most of it and don't, don't squander your time, but also don't play a victim of, Of the time that you've been given and don't wish away your time. Those are the three things that I would say surrounding time.
1: Yeah. And then learn how to bend it, learn the things that help you kind of get in that flow state. You know, if it's painting, if it's drawing, if it's making videos, if it's like, for me, I could spend hours on Canva (laughs) making all kinds of things. Like You know i could spend hours in women's circles i could spend hours out in nature so like find the things that really make time feel longer even if we really can't bend human time i think we can absolutely tap into that more mystical soul time space and work with that and and make ourselves feel more alive while we're living in the 24-hour time frame
0: yeah That's all I got. That's
1: all I got. We can keep it like quick and easy today.
0: Yeah. We're going (laughs) to respect your time. So enjoy this episode. Share this episode. Thanks so much for listening. Stay wild. Cheers. Peace, y'all. If you are continuing to dig these episodes, you can write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed or following the show by hitting the plus symbol in the upper right hand corner.
1: If you want to connect with us, follow us on Instagram at Love Wild Collective. Thanks so much for listening. Your story matters.